Welcome to Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast with Elizabeth Crawford, where I dish with tastemakers, trendsetters, and industry experts about everything from emerging trends to regulatory pressures to marketing strategies. According to the tastemakers at the nutrition and ingredient giant ADM, consumers are ready to unapologetically embrace luxurious, indulgent flavors and whimsical, vivid colors in their foods and beverages after years of holding back due to limited options during the pandemic or limited financial resources in the face of inflation. But that doesn't mean consumers are willing or able to fully shake off many of the values and behaviors that they've adopted in recent years, according to ADM. So while consumers say they want products that appeal to their personal aesthetics, they also still want them to fit their budgets, promote their health, and be made with natural colors and ingredients. To better understand how these values will come together in the new year to influence innovation and shopping habits, ADM Global Product Marketing Director of Flavors, Jennifer Zhao, and ADM Senior Global Marketing Manager of Colors and Savory Flavors, Kelly Newsom, join this episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast. They share four high-level flavor and color trends that they predict will emerge in 2024, including Lux Self-Expression, Dare to Dupe, Health Without Stealth, and Breaking Boundaries of Taste and Color. ADM's prediction that 2024 will unleash in consumers a hedonistic demand for flavors and colors that appeal to their emotions, reflect their aesthetics, and transcend tradition and geographic boundaries may seem incongruous with some of the ongoing inflation that is squeezing many financially and rising global conflict. But Zhao says that in times of uncertainty, new fanciful flavors and colors can offer much-needed relief and whimsy. In times where things are uncertain and the world seems like a crazy place, flavors and colors are a place that, you know, people can explore and still find magic and wonder and discovery. And I would say that they're even more necessary when crises and, and, you know, um, conflict happens, right? And it's a way to reassure yourself that, hey, I'm still human. I still feel an emotion. Um, and that emotion doesn't have to be, you know, depression about what's going on in the world. It can be something hopeful. So just to frame, as we get into, you know, all the trends, to, to frame everything, we're, we're declaring 2024 a year of unapologetic choice. And again, you know, this kind of ladders back to the fact that, yeah, there are tensions with, within consumers of, hey, I want things healthy, but I want things to taste good. Hey, I want this, you know, self-expression, but I still want to be able to afford it at the end of the day. Like, let's call that out. And, and a lot of these trends compare and contrast with each other. Um, but really, I feel like consumers are having this sorry, not sorry moment of whatever I want. That's that's what I'm going to do. And I think it's it's liberating. It's a little mm-hmm. bit rebellious, if I can say that. Um, and, and it's kind of exciting to see, you know, boundaries being broken that, you know, like, yeah, pink, pink coffee creamer. Like that's a boundary that's clearly broken. Right. And so I think um, there there's excitement in that. Newsom agreed, noting that fun flavors and colors don't have to break the bank or compromise consumer values. 
including around health and sustainability. Indeed, many shoppers will see these as added benefits that can help reinforce their purchase decisions. The environment that consumers are navigating right now, it is not easy. Um, you know, obviously, I am a consumer myself. I am a mother. Um, I am, you know, the, the head shopper for my family. And when I go into the grocery store, I see a huge difference in prices. And and um, that's a reality that not just Americans, but people across the globe are dealing with. Um, and I think when it comes to consumer choice and consumer behavior in relation to how am I going to actually navigate the fact that, you know, I have to look at prices really carefully or more carefully than I have in the past. Um, you know, I think a few things are true. I think one is um, at the end of the day, the staples, the things that the food and beverages that really align with people's values, their needs, um, their wants, they are not going to sacrifice too much um, from a from a cost perspective. So they're still going to be picky about the type of products that they're buying because they need to, that's a new baseline. They need to align with the shopper's values, the consumer's values, um, whatever they may be. And we know, you know, and this is in our report that, you know, health, nutrition, and, and functionality are, are new baselines for foods and beverages. And regardless of the economic environment, the consumer is going to continue to be led by those, you know, by the, those assumptions. <clears throat> However, with that, you know, with that said, of course, we're always, we're all looking for, um, experiences and sensorial experiences that are affordable and within our grasp and that can bring some joy and some um <clears throat> some uh interest into you know what we're what we're consuming every single day and what we're feeding our family. So there are real opportunities one way that ADM sees this confluence of conflicting values and desires playing out in 2024 is through the adoption of what it calls lux self-expression, a trend that Newsom acknowledges may seem paradoxical to the current economic environment, but which actually allows for affordable luxury. While we all need to be cognizant and very mindful of how much we're spending on, on what we're consuming, um, the products that we do choose to spend our hard-earned dollars on still need to provide us with that alignment with our values, um, what kind of health, nutrition, experience we want to provide for our children in these uncertain times, in these scary times. Um, if I want a blue cocktail be tonight because Things have been, it's been a rough week and I want to take a load off and I saw this wonderful uh, recipe on TikTok and I'm going to try it out. Maybe it has sparkles in it too. I'm going to do that. Um, and maybe I'll make it at home and that's going to be more, more affordable than a $20 cocktail at a bar. Um, so it's Lux uh, self-expression is really about carving out those moments of self, self-love, self, um, uh, curation 
um, for yourself, for your family with, you know, both foods and beverages that really mean something um, that aren't necessarily the most expensive thing in the world, but they have great meaning uh, behind them. This particular trend, I mean, you can see it everywhere, right? Um, whether it's TikTok, um, Instagram, those are, you know, those are my top two. Um, we are seeing, you know, so many trends that are about kind of not just curating a lifestyle, but curating a moment for oneself, whether it's be, a, you know, a microwave a chocolate chip cookie for one to, you know, making a, a, a quick vinaigrette that you see, you know, a chef doing. Um, it's these kind of curated personal moments um, that, you know, it's giving people, I think it's giving people confidence as well as really giving them, you know, interest and curiosity about different foods, different flavors, where are these different um, origins of these different flavors and, and foods and beverages coming from. It's, it's really such an opportunity right now, um, not just the social media uh, element, but um, the digital element and, and the environment we live in right now. It's just such, such an opportunity for innovation right now. Um, and I think when it comes to flavors and colors, that is, you know, that is the artist's paintbrush, you know, the flavors and colors. You can really um, develop anything that you want and something can become, you know, viral in an instant because you just use that perfect shade of pink or use that sh perfect shade of blue that happens to be hot or happens to catch the right eye at the right time. And then boom, it's, you know, the food or beverage is flying off the shelf. Zhao added this phenomenon, which ADM calls fidgetal or the blending of physical and digital can inspire CPG innovation. We're going to see this um, drive to not only recreate the things that we see in social media, but I think, you know, a lot of manufacturers are going to pick up that, hey, some of these things are going viral and the speed to market is going to have to be so much faster, right, to to catch that trend and to, you know, capture the attention that something instantaneously does on social media. They're going to have to launch products faster and in, in reaction to, you know, the experiences that consumers are having in real life. According to ADM, an early example of how this trend is influencing flavor is the emergence of cinnamon sugar, which has 2.4 billion views on TikTok. Other flavors include caramelized fruit and sweet plus umami. Color inspirations within this trend include stormy blue and sparkling grape, as well as fiery red. ADM's second trend prediction for 2024, Dare to Dupe, better aligns with consumers' ongoing concerns about inflation and their hunt for affordable options that still offer joy and support their health. Zhao explains this trend, which began in the cosmetics world as a way for consumers to tap into luxurious beauty trends at a lower price point, is now playing out in the food and beverage industry through the embracing of private label and the proliferation of flavors and colors in previously unexpected places. Really what we're seeing that's new about it as it comes to food and beverage is it's not just, you know, dupe is, is not about in, in food and beverage. It's not just about like 
hey, this is a knockoff product, right? You know, we we lived uh, in an era, I don't know, decades ago where, you know, um, unbranded products were the bottom shelf. And really, we're moving into uh, a new era where unbranded products actually can have some of the most interesting innovations. Like, you can go into a specialty shop and have a Yuzu sparkling water, and, you know, that's an unbranded product. And so I think consumers are um, really open to having those new experiences and they're not knockoffs in some ways. They're actually upgrades of, you know, things that, um, and, and more daring choices than, than some branded products out there. So um, it's also about taste and shade replication. So um, tasting something that is familiar, but maybe, you know, again, pumpkin spice is everywhere, Right. That pumpkin pie holiday experience is now in your cup and in your cereal and in your instant noodles. Oh, my goodness. I just saw that. <laughs> so it's everywhere. Um, and and uh, shade replication, same thing, right? Uh, with, with our palette of natural colors, um, we can match a shade, you know, come to Kelly's team with a Pantone like uh, swatch and, and they'll do it for you, right? So um, and then I think the last thing that it's about is authenticity. So, uh, again, consumers want vegan cheese because of their lifestyles, because of their dietary restrictions. But at the end of the day, people still want vegan cheese to taste like real cheese. And so technology is unlocking those type of experiences, and it's really exciting to see. Consumer desire for better-for-you alternatives is also driving the dare-to-dupe trend as they look to recreate lighter versions of decadent meals – or seek packaged foods that offer healthier versions of a beloved product. So Zhao notes this also feeds into ADM's third flavor and color trend for 2024, health without stealth. We're entering a season where functional products are just products. And the products we consume, we actually just assume they should be functional because, yes, I want things to taste good. And yes, I want it to be beneficial to me. And so, you know, as we see increasing grams of protein in basically every type of product, um, there's an expectation that that taste isn't going to change, right? And so flavor technology um, and, and all the things that we're bringing in terms of how we develop new formulations adds to, you know, health without stealth, which is I just want really good products that, you know, it's not even a value add anymore. It's just a baseline expectation. And so that's that's on the formulation and the grams of protein or, you know, the healthy added ingredients, the functional ingredients, but it's also really uh, taste and, and color as well. One way Newsom sees this trend playing out is with the rise of fermented flavors and the use of flavors or colors that can lend a health halo to products or dishes. You know, fermentation is such an interesting topic and has such far-reaching implications for the food and beverage industry. But, you know, in regards to, to flavors and colors and where this kind of fits in, is, you know, we're seeing generally, and I said, and I work in savory flavors, so we're really seeing an uptick in the use and positioning of savory flavors like uh, miso, like black garlic, um, 
some of unexpected, you know, obviously kimchi is becoming huge and now you're seeing kimchi flavored mayonnaise out there. Um, so, you know, what does that mean for flavors and colors? Obviously there's, you know, the umami factor, there's the complexity, there's the sourness. Um, and we are very well positioned to provide all of that. Um, all of those different types of flavors and that complexity, but how does that align with some of the colors we're talking about? And we're talking about colors that really signal flavor, uh, I'm sorry, that really signal health cues or nutrition cues. So we're talking about, you know, if you think about kimchi, you're going to think, you know, bright red and orange, um, and that's probably the chili and um, part of the fermentation process. And then if you think, um, you know, if you see something that's yellow, yellow always signifies health and vitality. Um, you might think of citrus fruits, etc. So a lot of the colors that we're talking about here are really aligned with, um, you know, kind of the psychological effects of different colors and, and, and um, how they they connect with the with the consumer's mindset. This trend is not limited to physical well-being. Zhao notes that many of the flavors and colors, especially those associated with florals, also are associated with mental well-being and emotional support. One of the flavors uh, that um, you know we we see coming up is um, something like cherry blossom or violet. Um, I don't think it's a coincidence that violet is also a color that's purple. And purple absolutely cues relaxation. If you think lavender, chamomile, all of these kind of herbals that we see popping in, in um, you know, you'll see it obviously on the supplement side or, or aromatherapy. Um, you'll actually see it also in, in different cocktails, right, for that moment of self-care and, you know, that moment away for, for mental escape, right? So I think it's it's really interesting to to see those florals and really understand, like, how could those be paired with other things, right? Is it a blueberry violet to, to make it more approachable? Is it um, a peach cherry blossom to kind of lend that fruitiness to, to the floral aspect? So I think we're going to see more florals um and you know it really depends on what part of the globe that you are on on how that you know takes shape the fourth and last flavor and color trend that adm predicts will emerge in 2024 is breaking boundaries of taste and color so the idea that unconventional or unexpected colors flavors and combinations are becoming the norm zao notes that many of the examples within this trend begin in social media which is exposing consumers to new ideas and encouraging to throw off restrictions that they placed on themselves and to try something new. One of the things that we saw in our social media re research was the fruit roll-up challenge, which I had never heard of previously. And, you know, wrapping uh, a fruit roll-up and, and putting a scoop of ice cream in it for textural, flavor, color, like, um, you know, temperature changes, right? That's you know, the best example that we can give you about, you know, experiential eating and drinking. And I think the other part on the culinary side is I think we're going to see interesting um, and maybe underrepresented um, 
geographies come into play. And and speaking from a, a, a U.S. perspective, you know, we're going to see more Southeast Asian. You know, I think we've seen a lot of um, Korean influences and, and um, you know, Chinese and Thai have been um, called out as the new mainstream cuisines. But I think we're going to see under um, explored uh, geographies in Southeast Asia, South America. And so not putting that whole Latin you know, cuisine in one bucket, but really having Peruvian food or Guatemalan food really come up. And, um, you know, I think other regions in Africa, I think spices uh, from Africa really pop in and Mediterranean dishes. So I think it's going to be um, this one really encompasses that global exploration. Um, and, you know, m- my greatest reference is, you know, in my lifetime, I'm a Filipino-American my mom makes this dessert with ube, which is, you know, that purple sweet potato. I never expected that a, you know, um, normal American person would ever know what ube was. And, you know, because of social media, because of the globalized world we live in, um, American consumers know what ube is. And I think that's um, an example of, how quickly flavors can, you know, cross boundaries and, hey, if it tastes good, it just tastes good. And, you know, that's that's unapologetic as, as it gets. Newsom adds this trend also is in response to the uncertainty associated with the pandemic, inflation, and growing global conflicts. And it gives CPG manufacturers significant leeway for creativity through innovation. The circumstances that we are all living in right now, the political instability, the economic instability, and and it seems like it's been, you know, several years since COVID um, and maybe a few years before that we've all kind of felt this kind of uh, globally unsettled feeling. And this is really about, you know, how can I um feed my soul, really, you know, I don't need, you know, we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow, the next day or the, you know, a year from now. So I'm going to follow my own path. And I'm going to say, if I want this, I'm going to do this. And I'm not going to let so and so this, you know, tell me that this is what I want, or this is what I should be doing. And it's really about being authentic to yourself. Um, and saying, you know, basically, um, I'm going to go my own way, you know, and I'm going to buy this, uh, you know, bright orange, uh, you know, fruit sherbet that is from another country that I that I'm not that familiar with, but it looks really good. And I'm curious about it. And I want to kind of ex- bring that experience um, to my home and um, so I think that that's really, you know, really what this is this is about. And I think it's really going to continue. Um, you know, this is kind of like the new normal. And it'll be interesting to see how this kind of builds. For those who want to know more about how each of these trends might play out in 2024 or explore some of the flavor and color inspirations that ADM has identified within them, you can let, download ADM's 2024 Flavor and Color Outlook from ADM's website. With that, we've reached the end of another episode of Food Navigator USA's Soup to Nuts podcast. I hope that you'll join me again for another installment. And to help you remember, I encourage you to subscribe. Until next time, this is Elizabeth Crawford wishing you a productive, profitable, and safe week.